Life Audio. Hi, friends. This is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. We're starting a new year off together. I'm so grateful that we get to step into the new year fresh, and we've got a great, powerful series to help empower us to step out with Jesus into the new year. It's called the New Year New Faith Series. So first of all, I have to say thank you because of the listeners and your wonderful response to Breathe in Seasons 1 and 2. I'm going to be meeting with you weekly. Yes, I'm so excited that I get to step and walk with you by faith throughout this year and meet with you weekly to encourage you and to empower you to rest and stress less. So breathe, for those of you who might be new, is this wonderful time for you to pause and to hear an inspiring story. Then I'll give you a soul care tip, actions that are easy and practical based on scientific research that will help you to spark joy and restore peace to your body and your emotions. You're going to hear a loving word of affirmation from God in every one of our shows that goes with that soul care tip practice. And then we'll end with a peaceful prayer to just express and recenter ourselves with God. So thank you so much. It's like sharing our lives together. One of the first things we want to talk about on our show today is about burnout. You know, at the end of the year, during the holidays, I shared on our last podcast on episode 13 that our family likes to go to the woods and stay a few days and go hiking and have some quiet time to kind of reflect on what's happened during last year and then to think about what word would God give us for the new year. And so we did that and I wanted to share an experience there. We decided to go to the lighthouse in Point Reyes here in Northern California. We live here in the Bay Area and um, originally we were going to go hiking, you know, like for maybe even four hours. You know, that's our family. We've done it since the kids were little, starting with just like 10, 15 minutes. And as they grow up, you know, our trails get a little longer. But my son, Josh, oldest son, Josh, he twisted his ankle. He plays soccer and he twisted his ankle right before we left. And I realized we had to change plans. And so rather than go on a long hike, we decided to go to the lighthouse and it's not a strenuous hike and it's just a little, you know, take it easy, slow walk. And it was just gorgeous and beautiful. But one thing we noticed about the lighthouse as we read about the lighthouse is how for a hundred days out of the year, a lighthouse keeper would be watching, especially when it's foggy for you know, ships that might be in trouble. And we read about how the lighthouse keeper lived a very solitary life. And yet the lighthouse keeper recorded every night what he saw and what happened. And as we looked at that journal, it's kind of like 
a little clip of his journal, I just thought about Jesus and how he's always on watch for us. He is our lighthouse keeper, isn't he? He is the light. He is the word that became flesh. And in the Gospel of John, we read that that word became flesh and it became a light. He is our light, isn't it true? So I just thought, you know, to start off our new year, let's bring some light into our lives. Let's bring some light into this very dark time that we're all going through with the pandemic and just all our routines are all jumbled up. And yet in the new year, it's just fresh hope. We think, how can I start new? And so I want to empower us by starting with our faith, you know, because I really felt burnt out. That's one thing that I felt as we slowed down during this, you know, what I call white space at the end of the year, where we just unplugging and just out in nature, I realized I felt it in my body, how tired I was and how exhausted and really how burnt out I was. I released a new book last year and I also had jury duty. I was called to jury duty at the end of the year and I wrote a book and just on top of helping my kids get through distance learning. Gosh, that was an intense year. How about you? What was this past year like for you? And at the end of the year, when you're going through the holidays and we're turning the page to a new year, how did you feel? And how do you feel now? You know, a lot of times we live with anxiety, vague anxiety. And because we don't want to talk about it, maybe we just don't want to get everybody else down. We kind of keep it close to our chest. But what happens is we begin to live with general anxiety. But if we get curious about what it is that's stressing us out and we can actually specifically name it, we can actually make changes to relieve that stress. So I just really want to start off by asking you, because it's just you and me, right? We can be honest. Do you feel burnt out? Well, I told you I felt burned out and I didn't tell my family about it at that time because we're you know all away enjoying this beautiful nature. But I was just having a conversation with God and I started looking up and even for me, a soul care mentor, I needed to be reminded. I started looking at articles. You know, what do you do when you feel burnt out? I needed to be reminded. So I'm going to ask you some questions that I found. It's from a Harvard Business Review article. I'm going to ask you these questions because as I saw myself reading through these questions, it was really helpful for me to actually name it and also to state it to myself, right? Beginning with ourselves. Okay, first, here are three questions you can ask yourself to see if you are indeed burnt out. And if it is, how bad is it? Okay, so burnout is progressive. That's the first thing we learn. People typically start out with one or two of the following identifiers. And it just usually builds from there. So when it first starts out the burnout, you can't really feel it, right? Because it's just one or a few things. And you're like, oh, I'll, I'll bounce back. It'll be okay. But it, the problem is that when it just adds up and suddenly you really feel it. Okay, so first question, are you regularly physically and emotionally exhausted. Do you feel a lack of energy or maybe have trouble sleeping? Do you worry excessively, feel edgy or sad, feel sad and hopeless? Okay, that's the first question. 
I was like, yes, I am very tired. (laughs) Second, are you more cynical and detached as usual? Do you no longer feel joy from things that used to bring you joy? Are you less interested in socializing? And are you less feeling connected to people than you once did? Are you more negative than usual? Do you see the glass as half empty? Now, I have always been a person that's glass half full. But you know, when you're exhausted and you're burnt out, you start feeling those feelings like, oh gosh, I'm thinking about a lot of my worries more and more. That's a sign of burnout. Okay, third, are you feeling like you're not contributing much things that are meaningful where you once were? Do you feel a sense of ineffectiveness and all your hard work isn't actually accomplishing as much as you would want? Now, if you responded yes to all or most of these questions, it's okay. <laughs> the most searched for term of last year, 2021, was burnout. Burnout. So you are not alone. We are under tremendous stressors. And so what we want to do in this new year is just to know first is to be aware that it's okay. We want to address it. So this is the first thing I wanted to share with you as a soul care practice. And I did this myself. Research shows that when we write down and name the things that stress us, it actually relieves our stress. When we ignore it or we avoid it, we then move towards kind of distractions. We get into things that distract us and that might be social media scrolling or I don't know what that might be for you that you've used it to distract yourself. But yet the anxiety just is still there, that burnt out. Well, we just want to address it. So first step is to name it because research shows that when you actually write it out, um, you, it moves it to the part of your brain that moves it away from the amygdala where your brain alerts your body to the stress and anxiety. It's called a fight or flight response. So your body starts getting stressed because it says, oh my gosh, there's things that I'm stressed out about. But when you start writing it down, you can actually look at it and see it and then address it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to get support. Well, that's what we're doing. We're supporting each other. We're talking about it. And so that's another thing that people often talk about in the new year, like making more time for friends, right? We're going to brush on these. And we're going to address them more in our future podcast episodes, but I'm just going to go over them as a general um, introduction just to get us thinking about it. The third thing we want to do is to make your emotional and physical well-being a priority. Okay, so we will be addressing this actually in our next episode is how do we create, you know, rhythms, new rhythms in the new year. And we want to have faith to be the inspirational or motivation behind these new rhythms. Because when God enters into 
our lives, when he enters in our hearts, that's when things feel hopeful. That's when things feel inspiring. If it's all up to ourselves to make all these changes, they're really stressful. I personally do not do New Year resolutions. It's really stressful. I mean, there's so many things already that we need to take care of. I do not want to add, you know, goal setting for me personally, but I do have new rhythms I'd like to nurture. There are new uh, seeds I'd like to plant. So those are kind of the soul care words I like to use. What are some of the new seeds that you would like to plant, friend? What are maybe some new rhythms you'd like to explore or begin or try? These are all words that are helpful to us. And so I wanted to share with you, once I started writing the things that were bothering me and how burnt out I felt, a verse started to emerge as I was writing it. And I have it right in front of me. You hear these papers. Um in our show right now, I'm turning through them. I'm just counting them. I wrote five pages. Oh my goodness. In my journal of all the things that were bothering me. And it was on the fifth page that suddenly a Bible verse emerged. And I know we are familiar with this verse, but suddenly as it came out of my journaling, as I was listening, all these things has stressing me out. It just became this beautiful river of peace. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Now, what caught my attention this time is that Jesus starts out to invite us, those who are weary and burdened. That is your prompt, your prompt this week, friend. What is causing you to feel worry and burdened? Take a moment and just jot down, even make a list if you're not into writing sentences. But once you do that, you're helping your body to return to a place of calm. Research shows that. But secondly, you will connect your heart to God. And I believe a scripture will emerge. Now, the word that came out of the scripture that jumped out at me was the end of this passage. Jesus says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the word easy and light jumped out at me. Why? Because I felt it was not describing how I felt. It was not describing the life that I want in the new year. Life did not feel easy or light. And that is really a hallmark of burnout, being burnt out. But that's okay. This is where there is hope because that's where we begin with Jesus. We say, Jesus, take me on a new journey. I want to learn from you. Jesus is inviting us. And so we can say yes to that invitation. So the soul care practice for today is for you to write down the things that are bothering you. And then when you see them, you can begin to look at how you can address those things. I'm going to talk about next time some of the new rhythms and practices that I want to begin. And I'm going to encourage you with the Bible verses and the scriptures that can empower you. And this week for our first step into the new year is that God says, come to me. You can receive rest. Second, learn from me. So we just want to have a learning curiosity. How can we address these things that stress us out? And then third, we have hope. 
because God says, my burdens, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, one of the things that I really love um, as I look at these uh, soul care tips to give you is one of them is about physical exercise. That's one of the number one ways to um, help stress relief because it pumps endorphins, physical activity. It combats the negative effects of stress. So it'll be interesting for us on our next episode to talk about that. How do we develop new rhythms? And for me specifically, I have a 16 year old son and that actually indicates the number of years that I've not done any cardiovascular exercise. I mean, the kind that really gets your heart pumping. I love hiking. I love walking. I, I, I do that in the mornings. I love doing that, but I decided, you know what, to help with my burnout and stress. I think I need to do something that pumps my heart and raising my heartbeat a little too much, a little more, but I didn't know like, wow, how would I do that? I haven't done it in so long. Okay. So we'll come back next time and I will be able to empower you with scripture. And I want you to find your scripture um, because one of the ways that we can combat stress is to hear from God. So what is that scripture for you? Mine in the new year is Matthew chapter 11, verse 22 to 30, come to me. And specifically when Jesus says, my yoke is easy and light, that's my desire. Well, um, one of the things I want to end with, it's a prayer practice. It's called the contemplative prayer practice, the prayer of rest. Madame Guillon, she points out, and she is the one that has um, been uh, talking in about contemplative prayer. She says, quote, rest in God's love. Give your most intense attention to his still small voice. And Richard Foster, in his book about prayer, he calls it the prayer of rest. It's a loving attentiveness. And so what that means in practical way is as you think about the scripture that you're most drawn to in the new year, focus on one word that really draws your attention. And I'll tell you more about how you can use it next time. But it's your one word for the year. Those of you who have been in maybe the Christian uh, circles have heard about people choosing one word for the year. What is that one word for you? I'm curious. Mine is light because of the Matthew passage. I really want to see God's light, experience more of his light in my life. And I want to share that light with you. Well, let me pray for us. Dear God, thank you so much that we have an opportunity to start fresh and start new. But God, we don't want to start it apart from you. We want to learn from you. We want to lean on you because life does get weary and burdens. But you said we can just come to you and we can find rest. So God, help us in this new year, even right now, to have a powerful scripture to light up our hearts light up our minds because you love us we know we will have hope take care of the one who's listening right now wherever she is and let her know that she is very very loved in jesus name amen all right well join me on instagram i'll be sharing my one word i'd like to hear yours at the bonnie gray join me on instagram because when i post that word i want to hear what your one word is and let's share it. I'll also be sharing some scripture just to bring light into your everyday. 
That's what I love to do. That's what lights me up. And so that's what I would like to do week by week. We'll walk through together and see more of God's promises, bring us light and hope. Sign up for my newsletter. Also, I'll share with you the article that I referred to today in Soul Care. That's based on scientific where what you write out will help you relieve stress and how you can, you know, gain more anxiety if you avoid it and not name it. So I'll share that with you. Sign up at thebonniegray.com slash breathe. thebonniegray.com slash breathe. And you'll get your breathe newsletter. I'm starting that new this year. Okay, friends, I will see you soon next time. Remember you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. Okay, see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast, a production of LifeAudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. When he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. What do you do when the world around you is falling apart? It's amazing to me how many people are breathing air. They're going about their business and doing the things you're supposed to do. But if you really ask them, they know that on the inside, they are spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. If we're not careful, all of us can experience that death. When what we need to do, even as the world around us is falling apart, we need to learn how to march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Join me each week on the March or Die show as we discuss that and so much more.